This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king fireworks commissioner and the keeper of common sense your mayor joe sushir well hello again glers it's reavers here in the gl podcast studios with another and yes final edition of the best of garage logic this week as we wait for the return of the mayor and the entire garage logic crew back here again on monday so we're going to keep with the theme of this week uh, i highlighted bits from let's see from tuesday which was the 4th of July. Um, a bunch of uh, great bits from the Garage Logic first ever CD. And then yesterday we highlighted bits from the 4 o'clock hour. And today we are going to do the same with the Garage Logic 20th anniversary CD. And that's a theme because we are going to uh, unveil something brand new this coming week. Uh, next week, that is. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, this coming week that we're going to debut the 30th anniversary of Garage Logic. So, boy, that's a mouthful. No wonder I'm not allowed to talk that much on this show. So, uh, before I forget to mention, if they haven't, by the time you hear this, if they haven't gone already, they will be. The Garage Logic Town Council Target Field Takeover is going to happen two weeks from today as Minnesota takes on Chicago. And you have the opportunity, if the tickets are still available, to watch the ball game amongst GLers and the entire Garage Logic crew. Now you do have to be a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. So to reserve your two free tickets, just head on over and sign up if you haven't done so already and go to garagelogic.com. Those tickets are on a first come first serve basis as, as I record this best of uh, I do have it on good authority that there are a few tickets left, but that might not be the case as you uh, download this particular episode and go to garagelogic.com and see for yourself. Uh, Fred Elodie's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this best of edition, by the way. Thank you, Mike, for your continued support of the GL podcast. All right, that's enough from me. So let's get to it. Here's some more of the best of Garage Logic, and I hope that you appreciate that. And oh, uh, once again, thank you to all the GLers who have been emailing in and messaging me. I truly do appreciate that. Uh, that uh, I hope that I, I'm glad that you guys enjoy it just as so much as I do. So, without any further ado, here you go with a final edition of the best of Garage Logic for this week. It's on line uh, line eight there, here? Joe. Yep, all right, line eight. Okay. Uh, hello, we're on. I, I need the name of the interpreter from Chile. Hello. Hello, you're Hello. the. How are you today? And you are. Pedro. Pedro, and you will interpret? Uh, buenos dias. Buenos dias to you, and you have... Do you speak Spanish? Pardon? Do you speak Spanish? No. No? You have Yanni Barrios with you. He's 50 years old. He uh, is one of the rescued... He, he is one of the rescued miners. He was, um, he was one of the middle ones mm -hmm. that was um, pulled from the capsule. Uh, ask him how his how does he feel today? Can you hold, please? Yes. Uh, he said uh, he is um, feeling better and he is happy to be out of the um, the how do you ground? The what? The gr ground. The ground under. Right. I got that. And. Uh, did he have a happy uh, homecoming when he reached uh, when the capsule finally reached the uh, uh, the end of its journey there? Can you hold? Can you ask him, please? Can you hold? Yes. Thank you. He said he was. You know, I, I, can I interrupt you happy. there, Pedro? Can I interrupt for just a moment? Can you hold? Yes. No, he went. 
see, I'm I'm hearing a question being asked of him, but I'm not hearing him answer before you come back on the line. He doesn't speak English, sir. I speak some Spanish. No. I ask him a question, and he tell me the answer. No. And but no. Bear with me here, Pedro. I wish I could see you, but I can't. You're a long way away. No, you are. We are way up. No. Ask him again, please, because we would like to hear him answer, even though we can't understand him. Well, what? Well, he's very far away, and I can read his lips from across the room. Ask him uh, what awaited him when the capsule came up. Okay, can you hold this? Yes. Thank you. Because I have to tell him. Right. So what, your, what was your question again? How? What was what was awaiting him? Okay, please hold for me. Thank you. He said that um, it was good to um, become out of this small capsule on the ground, and he likes to see um, uh, people waiting for him, a, a something good for him to see, like maybe um, his mistress. Right, and... I don't, he's not shy to tell you this. Right, and that was that... I told him. What? No, I'm sorry. What was... uh, he was yelling at me, and I told, I told him about the mistress. Well, he told you about it. Oh, because you told me about it. He is not shy about this. He does not know where to choose. Right. The old, the, um, not the old, the uh, wife or the young... Uh, um, um, Ask him if... A large... Um, Ask him if that was awkward. Can you hold, please? Yes. He said that um, it was a feeling of oddness. How do you say? Odd would good would be good. It um, was uh, more. He's not a very. Not a very smart person. Mm -hmm. okay. Let's just lay this down now. He's not the smartest in the world. All right, but a good man. But a good man. Yeah, very good man. Bueno, si. Hey, I give him these, what we call sum up. And he said to me, he gives sum up. Hey, bueno, you're going to make it go. And um, he said that the, the world was worried about, uh, you know, who's going to choose. And he chose. Um, he has not chosen yet, but he's leaning toward uh, the mistress. Okay. Did he suffer any uh, long? T is he is he uh, hopeful for his long term health? Can you hope, please? Yes. He tell me that. <laughs> I think he's speaking Japanese. <laughs> no. You just couldn't uh, keep it up, could you, Pedro? He uh, told me that uh, he is um, very happy. You just couldn't keep it up, could you, Pedro? Uh, you know, um, do you have any more questions for this man? Yes. Do you think the miners will want to see each other again frequently, or do you think they'll want to go their own way? Can you hold, please? Yes. My friend, he wants to say he likes uh, big women. No, no, Pedro, that's not Maybe what... Maybe I misunderstood. Right, I was just wondering... <laughs> do they all feel so close now, they must be like brothers? Okay. Can you hope, please? Yes. brother. <laughs> Give me 
There must be many uh, different interpreters there because I, I'm hearing different uh, languages. But that's understandable. It's a world. I, I speak many languages. It's a it's a worldwide event. Now and... You can speak many because I um, right now my Spanish not so good. I just come from Russia, so sometimes I confuse. Could you please tell uh, Lonnie? He says there was good. Um, how do you say brothership? Right. Uh, the, there were some. A couple of men got. Probably a little closer than uh, a brother would. You don't know that, but he does, apparently. He does. I think he saw him behind the um, one of the parked cars. It was lonely. All right. But will you please congratulate him for us and, uh, and uh, tell him we're uh, all very uh, happy and relieved that he and his fellow miners are safe? Uh, can you hold while I do this, mm -hmm. please? Okay. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh, he says that he he is um, appreciative. Uh, he liked to, you know, he's happy from you, man. Good. He said he liked, and he wants to know if um, you are, do they get the check now, or do you pay, how do you send the money uh, for we'll the interview, for the cash? Uh, well, that was never established. No, the, I mean, I, this, no, no, this okay. No, no. We, we had, uh, no, no. We choose you for international, you will make ABC News now or yeah. ESPN News. Uh, this, we have to know, but Used to be ABC. We will not continue. We are in, well, no, I, interview I, I, could possibly be over, man. No. I got friends. Are you, you say hello to my, you know, dirty little friend, man. Right, right. well, I, this, you know what this is? What? Hey, Pedro, Pedro. See, my friend is in mind. It was never established. It was never... Oh, you... Lots of swimming season left, GLers. I hope you've reached out to Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. Their products have been keeping beaches and swimming areas free of weeds and crud for more than 60 years with a great line of weed control products that work quickly and they're easy to use. I've used them. That's how easy they are to use. All you have to do is call Aquaside, describe what you're looking at, and they'll get you the right products to eliminate those aquatic plants that are driving the kids crazy. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 and tell them what you're looking at. Tell them what you think the problem is. They'll go through it with you and they'll make sure you get the right product so your beach will look great all summer long and there's a lot of summer left. 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. You know, in my house, when it gets hot like this, we go through a ton of water. Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. And I'm not kidding. I got two boys in travel baseball, all their buddies coming over to our house, coffee every morning. We go through so much of our water at home. And you know what? I'm so glad I made the switch with my brand new drinking water system, courtesy of Connecticut and Hofferman Water. And I'm going to tell you right now, I I have been a customer of Hofferman in Connecticut for years, and I am so glad that I decided to make the switch. And I know that you will be too. So do me a favor. Give them a call today for that free water analysis, 952-894-4040. Here in Minnesota, we have some of the worst water known to man. But that can change if you visit my friends at Hofferman Water and HoffermanWater.com. 952-894-4040, or just go visit their website. See every available service that they have on their website. HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do me a favor. When you when you get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water, please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was standing next to him, and I was like, hey, Jimmy, can you believe I'm this close to John May? He's like, what? You haven't met Taps Madden on the shoulder? He's like, what is it, Jimmy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face is like when Shaggy and Scooby see the bad guy pop out of the barrel. <laughs> it's okay now, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, because uh, that, that week under, underneath the Super Bowl, you know, he's driving by in a golf cart, and he hear, hey, Frank. And so it sounds like, hey, Frank, but I realized it was like, beep, beep, like the road bump on it. And, like, and, and Ace Hardware Anvil came dropping down on him. Were you just going to do a little shaggy? Uh, not not in not in front of you, because you're the king. No, no, no. Let's no, hear the Morgan. No. I want to hear the Morgan Let's Freeman. See, you have the okay. Morgan Freeman. Okay. Here we go. Hello, Mr. Caliendo. This is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> 
I was incarcerated in, Shay, in Shawshank prison for many years, and then I finally was out, out on the parole, and I escaped to Zihuatanejo. How about that? <laughs> well, I'd have to say that was pretty decent. Oh, my I God. I think that I could do a little bit better. <laughs> I could, too. Oh. Holy mackerel. Damn Rook. <laughs> Damn it. Let me try it again. <laughs> That's why Frank Caliendo and six of his friends were on their way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's oh, there's they, a new wrinkle here. That's where they found happiness. Okay, well, so what he's doing, I'm doing the Morgan Freeman from Shawshank. He's doing the Morgan Freeman visa ads. No, so there's, no, a, there's, there's a, a timber difference. There's a timber yes. difference. Well, there's a little bit in there, Sonny. I'm not sure what it is right now, but I do know that this voice is something that I've worked on extensively. Now, doesn't, doesn't Morgan smoke a little weed? I wonder what he sounds like after he's been on the bong for a while. Ah, yes. <laughs> Ready to take on the universe. Rook, I had money on you. Well, let me tell you, I don't think you should... I don't think you're going to have to pay it out yet, because I am going to ask him a question. That was only... a pretty good Walter Cronkite. <laughs> And that's the way it is. I'm going to ask you a question that only a Morgan Freeman would really know. Okay. That would be, what was one of my roles on the show Electric Company? I was speed reader. Damn it. Foiled again. All right. Damn it. He let's got see, me again. Let's see how good you are, Rook. All right. Now sing the school song. <laughs> what are you in the bathroom smoking crack, Sonny? Now sing it. the school song. Come on, Sonny. That was from they some someone to call me Crazy Joe. But now they can call me Batman. Now they call me the Batman. <laughs> I guess I only have one tone. I need to go back to school. I've been schooled once again by Frank Kelly and You're doing Mr. a great Morgan. voice. It's just not Morgan I don't Freeman. Know who you're I don't doing yeah. now. Who is That's, it, Roy? I don't know. It's We've good. been buying it Morgan Freeman all these years, and he's telling you it's not Morgan there's Freeman. There's something, but that there's somebody that that's somebody. I know that's a terrible thing to hear, but you've <laughs> nailed somebody else. That is constructive criticism, and I think I I think I know who it is. Come on, do a little. It's me. It's the body. I knew it and I knew you were trying <laughs> yes. to find, you were trying to lure me out, Caliendo. You know, I don't even know what your deal is, but I'm here. That is so good. It makes uh, you me know, want to finally I I get a C plus from Caliendo. No, that you that know? one that one said it. That's an A plus plus. I guess I'm gonna stick with that. I'll tell you what. Also, Mr. Ventura. Yeah. Do what now? I hear a conspiracy. Yeah. Yes. You know? Do you ever watch True TV? I'm on TV now. I'm off the grid. Uh, I'm off the grid, but I'm on True TV. If you ever have like a uh, uh, impressionist conspiracy, like uh, someone's doing the wrong Morgan Freeman and he gets shot. Not only is he off the grid, he's also off his rocker. Yeah, you know, I don't have a rocker. I got a porch swing. The greatest part about this is that doesn't matter how crazy you make your impression of Jesse Ventura, it's never going to be as crazy as the real guy. I see. There's something. There's something yeah. I can't do. I can't do it. I don't. I don't. I can't do. There's certain ones I can't do, and that's one of my favorite ones. Well, Frank, Just he worked her. with him for a couple of years. Right. He had to look at him every day. The, the so. key is Frank, and I, I don't. I don't think shake. I should be giving you, you any have to help. Shake like he you does. You have to kind of like this, and <laughs> you can't really yell. You this, can't yell loud. This. You know, if you try to do the shouty Jesse uh, in the ring, it's, it's in the throat, isn't it? Yeah, it's in your it's, you got to open her up. I don't like to do that in public. <laughs> and the seas public, you know. Gosh, that's funny. Yeah, that is. is honestly one of my favorite. I tell people when I I, I can't remember your name, but I, <laughs> there's this I one guy. Tell people there's a guy that they call rookie, Match Flash Bob. <laughs> right. Uh, and he does a wonderful Jesse. No, that Jesse Ventura. I, I I remember you did Clinton too. You did Clinton. Just you do a bunch of political. Isn't I it? do. I haven't done Clinton for a while. He's been away. <laughs> he shows up every once in a while when somebody needs something. Right. It's like a comedian on the radio. Right. When they... <laughs> you were in the building, Frank. What no, the hell? no, yeah. I'm glad to be. No, yeah. I'm. I, I, that's the one. Usually, that's the thing about radio. When you're a comedian, you come you come in when you need something. That's the great right. thing about today is I get to just come in and hang out because right. I don't need to sell any tickets. I'd like to say thanks, Frank, for being here today. I will not stop. <laughs> someday I'll figure out who that man is. <laughs> With the return of humane temperatures also comes the return of windshields covered in smashed bugs. 
Thankfully, Seafoam has us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. Bugs Be Gone easily solves the frustration of scrubbing bugs off your windshield and front bumper. You spray it on, it breaks up the sticky bond of bugs and crud with the vehicle service, so you can simply wash it away with water. And yes, Bugs Be Gone is safe for all finishes. It's a non-toxic formula and water-based and leaves no film or haze when it drives. Uh, just a clean windshield with nary a bug in sight. And we can use Bugs Be Gone on all sorts of stubborn organic crud. So a lot of people try it on a car and then they find all sorts of other uses for it, like campers, golf equipment, fishing gear, anything organic. Just spray it on and wash it off and the Bugs Be Gone. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from our friends at Seafoam. The week of the 4th of July surely is always festive. It's always festive. It's when you kind of go sit around and just say, hey, you know what? Life is pretty good. And when life is good, what do you do? You're happy. You want to outpour that joy. You might want to even be philanthropic. Yeah, that's the word of the day here, the word of the week. And MinnesotaMasonicCharities.org, online at MNMasonicCharities.org, catchy. In 2006, some of the bigwigs came together and they said, let's pool everything and let's do scholarships. Let's help the needy. Let's help the old. Let's help the young. They're doing just that. And sometimes, you know, there's a wink and a nudge and a secret handshake. And they want the garage logicians and everybody to know that they're not really secrecy. It's not a bunch of secrets. They're telling everybody, we have got scholarships for people that need it. We have got a wonderful operation that they want to tell everybody about. So if you want to contact them and you have some questions about the secret handshake, you can call them 952-948-6200. But better yet, why don't you check out their website? That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Learn more about the Masons and how giving they are. Yep. Oh, yeah. What's the big word? Philanthropic. And let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. mnmasoniccharities.org. Okay. And you're the professional newsman, John. Couple I'm going with John's uh, take on this. A couple zoo stories. This one you can find on the Garage Logic page at the website. Mr. Reavers got this one for me. Heather Bouncer videotaped her 13-year-old, uh, 13-month-old, excuse me, 13-month-old Jack at the zoo sitting in front of the glass that encased some lions. Jack was wearing an outfit that was black and white striped. One of the lioness must have thought Jack was a zebra. <laughs> Tried, tried to get the kid? Tried to get Jack through the glass. And it's pretty funny. Mom talked with Good Morning America this morning. She said uh, by the whole thing, Jack was amused. Yeah, he loves kitties. So he stood up afterwards and was waving and saying, hi, kitty, kitty. You're going to have to explain what, what so you're talking about. So basically there was a video. They're, they're at the zoo. The little kid, he's what, probably like six, 13 months. Yeah, I was going to say about a year old or whatever. Little and carpet crawler. He's he's in a, a black and white striped outfit, so he looks like a baby zebra. And this this younger lion uh, tries to grab him. He's like opening his mouth trying to eat the kid. Like they're the celebrated by a wall of but glass. Yeah, by about a foot you know, piece Very of glass. Yeah. It was just hilarious. Well, that's a cute story. Yeah, it's posted at 1500ESPN.com under Garage Logic. Here's one for Kenny. A zoo story of a different kind. A zookeeper leapt into action in China <laughs> to save... watching the video right now. <laughs> See, isn't it cute, Kenny? Yeah, See? kids are cute. You have to admit it. <laughs> Look at it's opening its head. <laughs> trying to get the thing in its oh, mouth. What an awesome kid. Oh, the only thing I thought watching it was, what if that window breaks? <laughs> yeah. You were worried no that would be but an see, issue. Here's how my mind works. Oh, that's be if good. I was a zoo employee. You were probably wondering if you could set up your wax hands No, you want that too. But if I was a zoo employee I, and that happened, I would have the fake lion suit <laughs> and, and run, run around the corner. Right, hey! <laughs> the kid, just to see what the mom would do. Like, ah! Like from Wizard of Oz, that yes, kind of lion suit? The ding ding lion suit just go. You thought you could get away. I love thinking about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, apparently you do. Okay. You have issues. I'm sick, I know. There's, it's on the news right yeah, now. It's right on the news. It's on Channel 5 oh, right there now. There you go, see? Uh, yeah. See, and if you had a lion suit like that, you'd <laughs> The mom would pass out. Now, a zoo story of a different kind. Okay. A zookeeper in China. <laughs> jumped into action to save a constipated baby monkey 
by licking the monkey's rear end with his tongue. Oh, I'm out. Okay, turn off Kenny. Right. <laughs> turn off Reavers. Turn off everything. I can't believe you're doing this story. I threatened. Oh my God! I actually, God, if I worked at that zoo, I would dress up <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> Oh, I can't go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I have to put my monkey suit on now. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, don't try that one at home. No, John, this is, this is very awkward. What is I, this story now? What happened what now? The, the monkey was constipated. Sure. It's a little baby monkey. It's a Francois Oh, it's an infant. Monkey. That's nothing. Ate a peanut thrown into its cage, but oh, it was too oh, small oh, to man. have it pass through its digestive oh. system. Oh, you do. Yeah. 50-year-old. Who is the person that discovered this is how Well, we're works. trying to get to the spot of this. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. It's hey, kind of hair brain. Anybody ever tried that? Just do this. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but... Uh... Hey, get that intern in here. 50-year-old <laughs> oh, no. Zhang Shang, a keeper at Wuhan Zoo, said the monkey's life was in danger. Oh, so yeah. uh-huh. he washed the bottom with warm water. Oh, okay. Cleaned it up. Yeah, and then licked it for... <laughs> okay. No, it's okay. Yeah. And hey, don't worry about me. I used to do this in the army. Go get that. Go get Bob Shang. We got another one that just ate a walnut. Washed the bottom with warm water and then licked it for an hour before. Well, what would that do? Well, well he I got it out in five minutes, but he was just having so much fun. An hour. <laughs> he couldn't stop. <laughs> uh, it, it, it took an hour, and then the monkey was able to go to the bathroom. That's for fantastic. Pete's sake, just put some, you know. Soup on it or something. Yeah. I mean, what the Soup. hell? <laughs> well, anything but this. Zang, I did say afterwards, yeah. I laughed with satisfaction yeah. to know that I'd helped the little guy out. Thank you very much. Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. So starting next Friday. Yes, sir. Through October 1st, we're taking Fridays off. What? Okay. We got to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? No more Fridays, May. Let's uh, look into that. Yeah, let's look into Yeah, let's do it, Cookie. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. A guy named Baba Amte, a follower of Gandhi, mm-hmm. uh, whose dedication to helping lepers of India brought him the Templeton Prize and many other international awards, died Feb 9 at his shelter for leprosy patients in the western India state of Maharashtra. Rashtra. He was 93. And the, the cause of death was age-related ailments, which I would imagine stands to reason, huh? Take 93. Amte, who was trained as a lawyer, turned from an early life of hunting, playing sports, driving fancy cars, and writing film reviews to working with the poor of his country. But his direction was irrevocably determined by an encounter with a destitute leper. Mm. After that, he gave up his father's... I would imagine most were at that would be at that point. Yeah, you know, maybe his life wouldn't have changed this way if he had met a really wealthy leper. Or one while he's writing the movie. Review. Right. What do you think? You know, Ambu? You know, there's, it seems to go hand in hand, unfortunately, that, you know, if you have leprosy, you tend to be a little short of cash. Throw me a little cartoon bubble of the no. uh, the shelter built for the... Uh, no, no. Now, this is a good guy. This guy did I know, an... but I'm just seeing a, a waiting room mm-hmm. of a lot of gauze. Yeah. See, now... It might be peculiar to my upbringing, but uh, I we uh, lepers were always in my in our consciousness, <laughs> right? You know, they only came up usually during church at the Bible. Sure, Not leprosy. Uh, the good, but it was among the many, many uh, items of voodoo that was uh, tossed at our feet. Was the leprosy deal? And uh, and I always, you know, I saw the gauze and the the bad cane. It was never fresh either. The the gauze seemed to always. I saw dragging feet. <laughs> I did. Well, you as a kid, you get a cartoon bottle. Well, and you, I'm not you know, far, but this is what was burned on my, you know, just the kind of the. <laughs> 
But what I always wondered, I always wondered is, well, you know, it sounds bad. I got that. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. I'm in, I'm in with the bad. I, I buy I wanna, it. I want to cure it. Um, here's my quarter. I'm in. But I always wondered, well, why? And I'm serious now. Yes. I always wondered, well, why did the conditions of, maybe that's seriously now, in all seriousness, yeah. maybe that's what got to this guy. Because I always wondered, why did the conditions of treating the lepers have to be so bad? In other words, yeah. leprosy was always associated with a completely run-down hive. <laughs> yes, I don't think you're speaking out of school. This I, is, I, the majority I, of us raised in America. God forgive me. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, what you're laughing at is that your own cartoon bubble as a child that has stuck with you as a... That's it. It has, it has not changed no, from... No, got planted. You stick your head out, ask height, because he was raised the same way. <laughs> you know, you. It, it was among the many, you know, hey, look out. You know, there's leprosy. Be good. Yeah. And that was always... A, that was bad that the lepers were always... Associated with well, the you know what? Uh, hats off to this fellow. He uh, apparently turned away from his father's huge estate and dedicated himself to the service of lepers. To the end of his life, he worked, marched, and protested for better treatment for them and the rest of India's least powerful, in addition to the Templeton Prize, which he won in 19... 19- I oh, we saw an extra bucket of <laughs> fingertips. <laughs> and the janitor cleaning out the end of the clinic. Okay. Oh, you lepers. <laughs> you could pick up a finger. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Go straight to hell. No, I'm not even. It's just that was. No, I'm not worried about you. I said I I don't care where you go. (laughs) I always thought in the Bible too. The lepers, they always got there early. Well, you you seem to have a Bible connection. That's the only. I'm seeing Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I'm seeing Hawaii thatched hut, rundown, bad. Seeing where they put them all. They yes, honest to God, what did they do? Why? I saw a lot of downtime on Leper Island. It was, you know, it was like you took the bad ferry. <laughs> Who's the, uh, I'm seeing Marty Feldman. Took the, the bad ferry. The bad, the crummy ferry that had, like, tires attached to the front <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? Uh, God bless this Indian fellow. What does it say? He you know what? He had a this leper advocate. <laughs> Call the leper hotline. I I apologize. Leprosy shouldn't do that to me. It's not a funny thing. You're going old school. <laughs> You know, you wouldn't see that in the doctor's I, and, office today. He's got leprosy in a person. Now, 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 I'm telling you something. This is generational <laughs> because the kids I used to have uh, all went to the same type of schools I did. They don't have this. They didn't get this one. <laughs> they didn't. You know, it's. <laughs> it's a not a good disease. This guy was an advocate for better canes. <laughs> he, was, he was sick of it. He was <laughs> at least give him good canes, people. I, I that's that's what all I remember was. Okay, there are people afflicted with this, and we're to pray for them. And I get that. I yes. got the whole deal. But why do they have such bad hospitals? <laughs> 
you know, what, gonna, gonna what difference, see, what difference did the illness make? Why couldn't the hospital be nice? That's it what I, have been I nice never, well, and they, apparently that's what this guy thought. Amen. Okay, here Amen. we go. It's cabin season. You know that means grilling season. And if you aren't grilling Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats, you're missing the boat. Uh, particularly if you're going up to, uh, north and you're taking 35E, swing off on 97, go east a couple of hundred yards. There's a Grunhofer's location right now. The original is just north of Hugo on Highway 61. It's where GLers meet to eat. Rookie burgers, 140 different kinds of brats, steak, chops, chicken, double-smoked bacon, you name it. You know the drill. You've been there, and you know that Grunhofer's is the best grilling parlor of Emporium meat you'll ever see in your life. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. They've been with Garage Logic almost from the very first day of the podcast. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Look for the GL sign out front. And it opened last summer. Grunhofer's in Forest Lake on Highway 97, almost immediately east of Interstate 35E, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Sent you to got, us. Oh, this is, a, this is a newspaper article from something called Country Life in Superior, Wisconsin. Now listen to this. GLers might want to even take these dates down. There's a hardware store in Superior, Wisconsin. The Burger Hardware Store. M whoa, whoa, whoa. Burger Hardware. B E R G E. Ah, my hopes were up there for a little bit. It's been in business since 1915. They're going out of business. They're going to sell off the stock. They've got stuff in there in the original boxes from 75 years ago horse collars. Pulleys, wow. big nuts and bolts. They've got, uh, they've got picks that the, on which the handles of which still. S- <laughs> what? No, I'm just. Don't. I'm laughing. They got. Uh, <laughs> All right, tell me what they got. They got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> oh, I you'll. Picks, uh, handles that say WPA on them from the Works Progress Administration, right. USWPA. Uh, seriously, this is, sounds like a fantastic deal. Never used horse collars. I, You know, you really don't, who would need one, but harness components and horseshoes. Uh, all right, here's the deal. After 80 years in business, there's so much left to sell from the antique to the contemporary that I guess it will take five days of auctions, March 18th to 20th. Oh, right now it's going on. And March 26th to 27th. So this weekend and and, uh, next weekend. The first three days of sales, that's right now, uh, will be of particular interest to farmers, farm equipment restorers, and antique collectors. Uh, to clear out elbow room, the sales begin with some of the bulkiest items on March 18th. It started at 10 a.m. That included 300 pickaxes and handles from the Works Progress Administration, unopened kegs of nails, bolts, nuts, and screws, hundreds of buckets and wooden barrels of bolts of up to two uh, and a half inch diameter, and grinder stones. The second day, that's tomorrow, will include, I'm not a, I don't have a horse though. The, uh, tomorrow we'll have horse-related items and equipment. The March 19th sale tomorrow begins at 10. Uh, that will include antique but unused tack, harness components, chains, horseshoes, nails, horse collars, buggy whip holders. The stuff's squirreled away up there. On March 20th, antique collectors. We'll find gas and kerosene stoves, hand lawnmowers, 100 cases of Fire King dishes, whatever that is, milk bottles, shovels, wheelbarrows, wooden handles for diggers, shovels, scythes, S-C-Y-T-H-E-S, hay knives, cant hooks, and tools that only old-timers would recognize. 
More antique and contemporary hardware will go on sale March 26 and 27, as well as the office furniture, scales, cash registers. Man, oh man. This was founded by a guy named uh, Sam Berger in 1915. It's still in the same four-story building near the shipping docks on Superior's Tower Avenue. Oh, I'd like to go to this place. It has mountains of inventory, thanks to an old-school business philosophy of its founder, Morris Berger, who started the business to serve the Twin Ports railroad and shipping trade. He, his belief in selling hardware in the general store tradition was passed on to his son Sam Berger and his wife Frida, and they operated the business until five years ago. Wasn't his brother-in-law ham in the restaurant business? No. And that isn't, and you know what? That isn't, I mean, that's just where you fall apart, see, because that's not funny. And you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Jesus. You are. You're an idiot. Turn off your mic and quit gasping. You're an idiot for that. That's not funny. Doing a piece here on this important stuff. kind of funny. That's not funny. It's not even remotely funny. Dibble's laughing her head off out there. She would. It's not even... No, I know that's not funny, but it's funny to see your reaction when I do something oh, like that. that's right. Get me stirred <laughs> okay, up. Okay, I'm out of... <clears throat> they gave up... They, this, this outfit uh, dates to a business philosophy when inventory was more important than cash. What else does it say here? I'm, I won't read the whole thing, but holy smokes... According to a 1988 Wisconsin Trails article on the store, the atmosphere at Burgers was one of organized chaos, except that Sam Burger, like his father before him, had an uncanny ability to find whatever a customer wanted. The elder Burger, that would be Morris, the founder, who died in 1977 at the age of 112, had been in the scrap metal business before establishing the hardware store, where he worked at least part-time until he was 100. He apparently instilled... Excuse me, I'm having a Roycey-like gas attack. He apparently instilled his work ethic and buy-in-bulk business philosophy in his son, Sam. And they relate the classic story of uh, uh, Mr. Kramer. Who in the hell is Mr. Kramer? They're quoting a Mr. Kramer, and I don't want to do it unless I know who that is. I think that was the long-lost brother-in-law. Uh... I'm not looking at you. I'm not talking to you. Uh, well, somebody named Mr. Kramer uh, said that Morris used to sit in the back room, and when he was about 97 years old, a customer was wandering through the store, and Morris, who was then 97... Asked the customer if he could help him, and he said, yeah, I'm looking for 24 4-inch brass wood screws. Morris kind of stood there for a second, rubbed his chin, and said, no, I've only got 22. They went over in the nuts and bolts, and Morris told him to get up on the ladder and reach way in the back. He pulled out a box, and there was a half inch of dust on it. He opened the box, and there were 22 wood screws in it. Uh, okay, anyway. M. Burger Hardware. Up in, there's a picture here. Of, of some of the block and tackle and pulleys that'll be for sale, the uh, Works Progress Administration stuff, and new, uh, old stock, never used horse collars. I'm going to get a horse collar and put it on you. That's what I'm going to do. I'd like to thank all your garage magicians out there for your too. support that have called off the air. Yeah, and they're on my side, aren't they? No. Well, the hell they're not. <laughs> they're... Tell me they're on my side. A lady side. named Kim. She almost choked on the cracker. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I, but you know what? That's not a funny joke, but your reaction is what's funny. No, it isn't But I'm funny. done. I got it well, out of my get system me for going, a month. It's, you know what it is? It's wrong. It's very inappropriate of you. You know. To, to upset me on purpose. Uh, no, Just for your own amusement. <laughs> That's why you do it. That's why if you would have been my old man, you probably would have beat me, I think. Well, you would have beat To me. within an inch of your life. I mean, you're t- you're terrible. Oh, drive no, it's me. just every well, You're once not in supposed to sit there and drive me crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, t- I'm new man now. I've changed. <laughs> what changed? One eighty. Turn around, baby. Mm-hmm. My sister. Yeah. One of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Complaining about having to drive in that snow last week. Mm-hmm. Said she did a four fifty. <laughs> and I said, "What's that? One and a half times around? How do you? What's a four fifty? Four fifty would be one and a quarter, I believe. Well, see now we." Uh, you never mind. All right.
<laughs> I know somebody like you wouldn't have any interest in a beautiful old I hardware do. store I think like that. that. Would really Which be to neat. you, it's just a source of. Well, I wonder how many jokes I can crack about the burger store. Is his brother named Ham? I mean, that's not funny. Oh, you got funny. Sam and Ham and what was his name? Mortimer or? Morris. 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 <laughs> Mortimer. <laughs> but no, that's... Well, no, it's... Uh, I, like, you know what? If I was heading up to is Superior, Wisconsin, is it? Yeah, you don't even know where it is. Yeah, it's across from uh, uh, two harbors. Yeah, Duluth. Duluth, uh, Gooseberry Falls area, Split Rock Lighthouse. Pronounce the word G-O-O-S-E. Mm. Uh, don't take me to task on this one, because I got you. No. Gooseberry Falls. It's not gooseberry. So you see a bird out there. Is that a goose? No. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, look at the goose. I'm telling you What's the a way goose? they pronounce gooseberry falls Who's they? up in the, the park up there. We Who's to... they? Are we not all Minnesotans? <laughs> what is the there? A, the, is there a the group the of people park? up there that call it goose? Yes, that's what it's called. I don't believe it's it. Called, let me tell you, Joe. University of Michigan basketball program called it Gooseberry Fall. <laughs> gooseberry, Gooseberry, Gooseberry Fall. Yeah. It's, it's pronounced Gooseberry Falls. I, I have no go. idea why. I don't know why. Oh, and you're it's so proud of yourself because you say, oh, I got you on this one. Sure <laughs> you, you know, do. Don't take it's me all, to It's all this, give you too, the Pally. Uh, we don't know that. I'm telling you. Somebody call and let's get a little pronunciation. No. <laughs> no. We used to go camping up there all the time. I played Rambo up there with my brothers in the you woods. You know, Matt, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love you dearly. But you know, I, you know I'm of, beginning to question that now. Well, you have a lot of delusion. Uh, you went camping there once, and I've heard I've the Rambo there, story at least 30 times. So one time you went camping, and apparently, rather than fish or, you know, look at trees mm-hmm. or explore, you, you had to play Rambo. And that we've heard it now 25 times. DK Mags has been on Old Eight in New Brighton since 1999 with an experienced staff, good selection, and fair prices. DK Mags is a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms, whether it's an oldie from Grandma's estate or maybe something you just don't want, need, or like. DK Mags, they can buy one, two, or the whole kit and caboodle if you have a small arsenal. DK Mags, a full-service gun shop offering new and used firearms, gunsmithing, maintenance, and storage services if you need a safe place to stash your firearms, either short or long-term. You can log on to DKMags.com for more information on ordering, selling, or storing firearms. Uh, DK Mags, speaking of ordering, they can help you find and order that hard-to-find uh, hard firearm you might be looking for. Monticello Pawn and Gun, also a part of the DK Mags family. They not only buy and sell firearms, they also buy and sell just about anything else. A fun little shop. Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. Scramble, and that reminds me, uh, Mike Fredoloni and I did not do a weekly scramble this week, but I wanted to make mention of a proud supporter of the weekly scramble and also a proud supporter uh, from various times of the Garage Logic podcast. And that's our friends at Harmony Spirits. HarmonySpirits.net is their website. They have a, a really cool site that highlights a lot of the things that they're doing in around town. I know they have a big golf tournament coming up um, in August, but if you're in the area, it's an absolutely gorgeous tasting room down there in Harmony, Minnesota, right there in the middle of uh, camping country. My family and I, we were down there a couple of years ago. It's a really cool part of the state. And if you happen to be driving through, maybe on your way to Iowa to visit family and friends, whatever, stop in. They have a really cool tasting room that has uh, craft cocktails, and they rotate that menu all the time down there in Harmony, Minnesota at Harmony Spirits. And also check out their Twitter account for uh, cool recipe ideas and all sorts of things that they're doing in and around car shows 
that happen all the time throughout the course of the summer and just really good, great people. But please do us a favor. Stop in your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name, and that will help them continue to grow. And we thank all of you GLers that have already made the stop and have continued to ask for the Harmony brand by name. So it's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. One final time for this week of the 4th of July, which, boy, I got to tell you, uh, not a lot of people around the radio station today, <laughs> which is completely understandable. So thank you so much for tuning in this week for the best of Garage Logic. I really, really do appreciate it. And if you haven't done so yet... Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes... Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Please hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel because there we are posting daily content for your amusement. And you can follow us along on all of our social media channels, which of course includes Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, what am I forgetting? Oh, hey, uh, see if there's still tickets left for the Garage Logic Town Council Target Field Takeover. And I promise you, we will be back on Monday with the entire crew ready to rock and roll with a brand spanking new edition of the Garage Logic Podcast. This is Reavers signing off for the week. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again next week.